and welcome to the latest edition of Let's Do It Live. I'm your host, the People's Commission, and I'm joined by the entire Let's Do It Live crew. We have Pizza Von Baron and Mikey the Mush. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me this evening. We're finally back. We were hibernating, taking a tiger snooze, but now the tiger has awoken, and we are back. We are back. The bears are out of their cage. <laughs> or caves, or should I say the tiger's. Are out of their caves. Well, this ain't, this ain't 1986. 1986. 1986 yep. was when the bears were awoken from their slumber, and 2019 is when the tigers got out of their cages. So, for, for all those listeners that have been living under a rock for the last uh, 36 hours or so, Tiger Woods is unequivocally back. He has won the 2019 Masters. It is very obvious that Let's Do It Live is a pro-Tiger podcast. All three of us grew up in the era of Tiger Woods absolutely dominating professional golf. And after 3,954 days, he is a major champion again. I got chills just hearing you say that he's the 2019 Masters champion. I, I didn't think that he was going to pull it off. I thought the robot that is Franny Molinari couldn't miss yesterday on the front nine. I think he got up and down, what, five times, four times? He, he had, I think, t- 10 putts and it's like seven holes mm-hmm. or 11 yeah. and eight. I know it was pretty discouraging on the front nine. And then Tiger blocked his tee shot right on 11 after a bogey on 10. I thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. I think he purposely hits it there because he hit it there all four days. Yeah, I, I yeah, I mean that's where you want to mess, right? I think that one was a calculated risk he was willing to take. I mean, eleven is a very difficult hole to birdie, regardless of where you hit it down the fairway or on the right side. Um, but we all know what happened on twelve, and I guess I'll paint a word picture for those that didn't watch the coverage. Um, we don't have to talk about it. If we don't want to. I mean, I do want to talk about it. Uh, I would rather not. Well, I'm not going to talk about. BKAU. I'm going to talk about Francesco Molinari. Um, so as he grew from Despicable Me, a.k.a. Francesco Molinari, seemed unstoppable and was oh. going to lull us to sleep as he was going to take the green jacket from our beloved Tiger's shoulders. And by the grace of God, he hits just a terrible eight iron on 12. It hits the top of the bank and, and goes back into the water and Lo and behold, we've got life. So, I don't. I don't think he thought he hit a terrible eight iron. I think he hit it the way he wanted to. He just completely misjudged the wind. He went back and got an. He went back and got another club too. Right, but right. but didn't it look like he didn't have perfect content? Like it just didn't fly off the club face to me. No, he would look. It I looked thought, like he tried to. It looked like he tried to hold off an eight iron because he had like an abbreviated finish, right? And he and he and he hit it, and it just got up in the wind. It flared, mm-hmm. you know. See if they would have, you know, what the secret of that hole is. I learned it playing Tiger Woods with the Masters edition. Is you hit the start button right when you get to the tee box because the wind is always the triangle is always spinning in a circle. If you would hit the start button, you could see going that was our problem oh there's no there's i was giving there's no start button cat, it's just, of course yeah yeah it's a, no it's <laughs> yeah there is it's <laughs> just a no it is crazy I, I do remember learning about the swirling winds on that hole 
from playing Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. the Masters edition. But PC and I were actually there on Monday checking out Amen Corner, and you really can feel the wind. We watched, uh, is it Lucas Beauregard? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce Beauregard. it? We watched him put a couple in the drink on 12 during a practice round. It just looked like the wind was just swallowing the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a little backstory: The Pizza Von Baron and I have been putting our names in the lottery for Masters practice round tickets since... I think the Masters edition on PS3 came out and we finally won and were able to go down on Monday and walk around the hollowed grounds for a few hours before it was called for weather. Um, had an excellent time and were able to see some of the holes in real life. And I can honestly say it is more beautiful than any words could ever describe. It lived up to every expectation and it, it just has an aura about it where you know you're um, on on a special piece of land and everyone is so happy to be there. It's it's It was really kind of bizarre to me to actually experience it. The operation is incredible. Yeah. the Just from the staff, the system that they have from entering the course to the pro shop, I... I couldn't believe how many people were entering the pro shop and they just were like turning in and out thousands of people mm-hmm. within minutes. It, it was incredibly I, it was crazy. impressive how they were able to get people through extremely quickly. You didn't feel rushed, which was also kind of odd. You just grabbed what you wanted. They, they were there to ring you up for under 10 bucks and you were on your way. So, um, little, little fun fact, they sell one hat, every 54 seconds from when the gates open on Monday morning till they close on Sunday the tournament concludes on yeah. Sunday. It, What's the number I told you yesterday? It's 850,000 it uh, an hour. That's what they make. It's like 850 an hour yeah, and they make like is, 21 million for the week. Uh, and that's all, um, that's all Augusta license yes, stuff that you can't buy anywhere. I think we spent we spent two grand in three yep. minutes between the three of us. Yes. So, so <laughs> sounds yes. like a b- bad but two of we, we have uh, the official Masters gear that we can wear around and pretend that we are someone special. But I do want to point out that it is not a coincidence that the People's Commission and Pizza Von Baron go to. Augusta the first time in their lives in 2019 and six days later Tiger Woods is donning the green jacket in Butler cabin I would agree with you on that yeah. one yeah Pro- probably also not a coincidence that the first major you go to <laughs> finish second instead of first yes he's a, he's a total mush he took your title I I will s- so Yes, I, I, a long I fully embrace that name as or that that nickname as long as uh, Eldrick Taunt is winning tournaments. I don't I don't care who done in the way. So we talked we talked about Franny going in the drink mm-hmm. on twelve. At that point, did you guys think that the tournament was Tigers? At, at what point did you believe that he no. was going to get it done? Yep. When he hit I think it to that was the moment on I, I thought like he had it done. But I think even before that, when he made that putt on 12 for par after that terrible birdie effort, and then Molinari yeah, taps horrible. in for five, 
I had a feeling that we might be like seeing something really special. Like what? No, no, no. I, yeah, I but wasn't he wasn't even he, was he wasn't win. even in the it lead. Was just though. like okay, if he can if he can go go on a birdie run. Yeah, well, no, I'm, what... I'm agreeing with you. The shot on 16 was really exactly when I too thought he he was going to win this tournament. But when he made that part uh, another... by 12, I was like, oh my god. Another turning point. What was the hole where he had that oh, crazy lag putt? Nine. And then he bogeyed nine. ten after blocking it right. Because that's yeah. that's that's when the yeah that's when the Jekyll and Hyde started. Because he had that really good two putt on nine. Ten, he misses the no, green left, which is like no, the only thing you the can't right, do. Had especially to chip after, out and then hit it long left on the back fringe. Yeah, after after yeah after Fino had just missed left, so he makes bogey. Then eleven, he blows it right. It's like a mediocre shot. I don't think that shot he hit. Those trees weren't in the way. Everything is going left. I thought he could have hit it closer, but whatever. Played the middle of the green. Obviously, twelve he played safe. I mean, thirteen mm-hmm. he had a hundred and fifty-five yards for a second shot and hit it to fifty-two feet. You know and. So okay, he makes birdie there, but is that really a birdie? No, I mean not mm-hmm. when the scoring also, average is like four point one. Pulled that weight um, left because um, he, he kind of slipped. It, it did. Se- it seemed like I thought that was in. I thought that was in the woods. Yeah, it's because yeah, because Dottie Dottie Pepper mushed it. Dude, she was the worst all week. I normally like her, but man, was she bad. Mm-hmm. Her days yeah. were just given how she on reacted. I thought that was in Ray's Creek, about a hundred yards in front of the tee. Yeah, well, because the shot tracker's down the middle, Tiger's foot blows out because everyone teed off in about the same six inch by eight inch square. So, like everyone's stance by the time they got there, that was all mud. But so his foot blows out, and she's like, "This is way left." And you're like, wait a minute, how is this mm-hmm. way left? The tracker's like right down the middle, but whatever. So he's good there. Um, but like I said, like even then, like like I said, Molinari makes Brody there. So you know, it's still it's still a golf tournament. And then you had the cartoon character um, Shoffley. Cantley. He was in the lead, mm-hmm. and then Cantley, Cantley went on that stupid heater and be. And and DJ yeah. made a run. The as well. troll. Yeah, you had a lot he, of really good players outside of like. Yep. Cantley making runs. So that's why I said I don't I don't I, think yeah, I I agree. Thirteen was a bit disappointing. I thought he played fifteen pretty well. Um that was a pretty deep five iron that he hit into the green from like yeah, he was playing for yeah, four. He tried to make he tried to make four. I was like, okay, he's gonna coast in, do a typical tiger, like win by one. And then he hits that shot on 16 with Michael Phelps behind him screaming like a, the childhood uh, fan that the three of us are. And that was a pretty special moment. I thought. Mm-hmm. A fellow, another fellow alum, um, lanky ass motherfucker. Uh, him and Dustin Johnson would be really good friends. No, given their, like, their combined um, intellect. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, like, who knows why they would be good friends. But, I mean, on a golf course, in a snowstorm. I, under- I understand what you're implying. Yes. They could Thank get- you for that. That was yeah. lovely. Yeah. Um, 
But, yeah, no, I thought Tiger was just trying to play to get into a playoff. Because, I mean, he was down two the whole day, and then it, it was tied. You know, after well, him and Molinari yes. were essentially and then the pine, tied the up pine to 13, right? Pinecone game. Al- allegedly. <laughs> Molinari hits a pinecone with his third, puts the, it in the, the drink on 15. Makes another double. The curse of the cuck pinecone. I thought he just yeah. laid the sod over. Well, that's like I saw it hit in the middle of the uh, middle of the pond in front of fifteen green, but I there was a pinecone. So, I mean, tough break. Can we all agree that can we all agree that um, Molinari is he's not the unluckiest person in the world. He's the luckiest person in the world because if say Brooks wins there or Dustin wins there, no one talks about them winning, even though they deserved to win but just because it was tiger winning molinari lost i was gonna ask you guys what you thought about that did did molinari give it away or i don't think tiger necessarily won it he played smart but he shot he shot yeah but i I wouldn't say that molinari molinari himself lost the tournament because if you looked at the stats he was like 19 for 19 scrambling he had 50 straight holes without a bogey so it wasn't like him losing, like really losing it. Like he had, like he just had mental farts. Yeah, I think it was. He, his luck just ran out. Yeah, he couldn't. He, he couldn't miss on the front. Right? No, I get what you're saying. Like, like you're like what you're saying is like the right. horseshoe's got to fall out of his ass sooner or later. But if you look at every like every, I don't want to say every major winner ever, but. Like, just go back to, you know, Goosen at Shinnecock. Like, the guy had, what, 20 right. putts like, or whatever that stupid number was, 26. Um, that Stenson, the Stenson uh, Phil mm-hmm. um, Open Championship, when they went back and forth, he had he had stupid numbers like that. Um, like, that's, that's what you normally need to do, to, especially at Augusta, because the back nine and the front nine are – what three I would shots say different? The front would you three say shots harder? Yeah, at least. Yeah, so it's not often that you could play. I mean, like you said, Tiger shot seventy. He was one over on the front, three under on the back, but he birdies the two two par fives that played as I believe thirteen was the easiest hole all week, and fifteen was the second or third easiest. Cause I know four two was the fourth easiest. So it's, I mean, like, like I said, are those really birdies when the scoring average, I mean, if you have 155 yards in on a par five, you should make, they, those guys should mm-hmm. make birdie nine and a half times out of 10. Right. I mean, it's 150. I get what you're saying. Three, like, and, and essentially I agree to uh, a I mean, point, but I'm, I would spin it as, okay, they're playing that much under par. Like you just need to keep up with the field. It's not like you should always get a birdie there. You just have to keep up with the field because given the conditions, given how long the hole is playing, that's what everyone's doing. And you got to do it, do the same thing to be able to contend. Well, go back to 2010. Is that the year that, um, that's the year that, Schwartz no, made the, Louis the two on two, made right? the two on two in uh or that's yeah yeah all right so let me look at something real quick if i remember correctly 
That's is the exact same scenario that because Tiger chased. Yeah, or no, I am thinking of 2010. This is really bad radio. Oh boy, somebody saved um, Mush. Yeah, we, we were doing we were doing so well today. Yeah, pick me up, real yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move away from that. Um, let's just go. 16, that's the moment I think we can all agree upon that we knew that Tiger was going to be vintage Tiger and take this thing home. Um, let's just go to 18. He, he has a two-stroke lead. He does exactly what he needs to do. Because Kepka lifts because out. Ke- that had me a little that, nervous. I thought Kepka made that um, You know, in the post-round interview on 18. Which one? 18, yeah. How about how about the one on fifteen and the one on seventeen? Ian Poulter's uh, he should never play with Ian Poulter again. Poulter cussed him three times. For of course, regardless, it was Poulter's yeah. fault. <laughs> so so Kepka, he did. He Kepka changed his read because of Poulter being huge. Even though I think there's no chance with Tiger's drive on eighteen that he's going to bogey that hole. Mm-hmm. So he hits but a good he three hits wood off the him. worst golf shot I've ever seen him hit. Yeah, that his approach into eighteen. I, he even. He even admitted I see, that I he disagree. almost whiffed it. I mean, it wasn't a very good shot. and But given the circumstances, that's all he had to do. He had to make five, Correct. and he was going to protect against a big number. And it was just he knew what he had to do, and he did it. He whipped – he, yeah, you can say he whipped it, but it's not like – like people want to say he whiffed it and flared it right. That's exactly where he was trying to put that. Now, was he trying to have, you know, 25 or 30 yards in there? Correct. No, but he I was trying to come in on that angle. Like he left it a lot shorter than what he wanted to. And he made the joke in the post-round interview that he, he kind of whiffed on it, meaning yeah. he did not get all of it. That was the shot shape he yeah, wanted. Well, yes, it was not the result he wanted. But Well, and – he also he also had the benefit of seeing here I'll tell you this if I would think if Brooks makes that putt on 18 they go yes, to a playoff that, that would be correct well given what happened yes because well no no because what I'm no because what I'm saying is the when he saw that he he could make a 5 and still win. Yes. A hundred percent. Totally changed. That totally changed his mindset, what he was going to do on that second shot, how he approached the third shot. I mean, that was just hitting it off the back, that back ridge and bringing it back. He was not going after that pin whatsoever. He just didn't want to have a really ridiculous putt for par. He wanted to be able to kind of, I mean, obviously he was trying to make the par putt. You could see by how he was reacting. He wanted that epic fist pump that would pierce the uh, the land speed barrier and or the sound barrier, excuse me. Um, but he was just in protection mode, and that's that's what we remember of Tiger, yes. and it was fun to watch. Um, also, how about him putting out? Before like, everyone else, yeah, he putted. I thought that was a little weird. What I, could, I don't know why Fina. I could not and understand Molinari that he didn't finish and out not, before he hit that par putt. I thought that was a little weird. I think I can't remember exactly, but I almost just the way that 
Nance's and Faldo's reaction was, I almost think I thought they like they almost asked him like, "Do you want us to go?" And he was like, "No, I'm gonna go." Oh, and by the way, I was right. It was 2011. Tiger lost to Schwartzel by four. They were tied after nine. Schwartzel shot four under on the back. Tiger shot even. That's what I was referring to. Um, anyways, I thought that was a, that was a su- uh, that was a super greedy move um, for him to put out because I mean it's not like Finau and uh, Molinari still made what four hundred three thousand mm-hmm. like four hundred thirty eight bucks each. And There's no chance that they're goes making in, their putts. I mean, yeah. what exactly? So that's that's a hundred thousand dollar putt just for Ty, like Tiger's two putting from there. You would say, you know, once again, ninety eight out of a hundred times. Like, why? I don't. I, mm-hmm. When he went, I was, I was as well very surprised. Now that we've dissected the round, let's talk but, about. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Let's talk no, about the oh, moment okay. after. Keep going. Um, we all. I'm not. I'm not going to say we cried, but we we all shed it. It got a little uh, dusty. It, it got a little dusty when Tiger went to hug his children after the victory, um, and they and later they um, they did some nice editing and showed the moment when he was embracing his father Earl Woods after he won in 1997, and then showing him with his kids today. I thought that was a really special moment. Just goes to show that, you know, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And he was just so happy to have his family there and to show his kids that he can still play. He can overcome all these back surgeries, the fall from great greatness um, in the social limelight. Um, it was really a, a, a good and excellent redemption story. Anything better than I remember seeing in the movies recently. And I, I am man enough to admit that it was very dusty definitely a top five sports moment for me um i was just on top of the world yesterday after seeing that uh he actually got lucky because weren't didn't he say in his post-round interview that he had to convince his kids to come like they were they weren't or his daughter no uh sam 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 lost yeah. the so he convinced her to come up on Saturday. so if she <laughs> How about how about that? The guy's been grinding for eleven years. Like the only reason he's still playing competitive golf is so his kids like don't look at him as like, oh, my dad like mm-hmm. won golf tournament, right. but we could only watch him on YouTube. And she doesn't she doesn't show up because she's got the twelve year old state finals. <laughs> like no, dad. That, I don't that's think an I'm interesting spin on it. That's for sure. When he when he. I don't really have a soul, but when he walked off that green and he picked up Charlie Axel Woods, that middle name's dope. Um, when he picked him up and he screamed, I I, I, really I just cried. love I the just screaming the in saying that. He just continued um, to scream. Yeah. Well, because how for how long so you're speaking of Molinari being a robot, for as long as we watched Tiger, he never let anyone in. He was always a mystery. Like you always would hear stories about him, but you never, like he was never personable. Like that's people that were, you were either a Phil fan or you were a Tiger fan. You weren't both. And that was kind of the reason you were one or the other was Phil was like personable. It's like, Oh yeah. Me and Amy. Yeah. We're all, you know, Phil's like making a big deal about 
you know, flying to his daughter's graduation the night before the U.S. Open, like how big of a family man he is, all that bullshit. And Tiger was just like, Tiger had his head down, didn't care about anything, never embraced the fans. And like he actually showed oh, emotion. Absolutely. Now his hairline's Horrible. terrible now, but he's, mm-hmm. he, he's, act, he's actually a human again, um, mm-hmm. which that was, that was very cool to see. Um, Justin Thomas got real way too close, um, for comfort for me. Like it was like, he was part of the family or something. That was kind of weird, but Bubba, what really Bubba put the it same. in like perspective, I think was we expected, you know, we well, expect that. Does any, I mean, I, uh, before I well, I'll say the awkwardness of Patrick Reed, having to put the green jacket on him after all the stuff at the Ryder cup and just, I'm surprised Patrick or Reed is when calculated. he flipped it on him. Um, but what, yeah, seriously, that nerd with his. Ch- I'm surprised. I wonder if they allow chokers at the championship <laughs> dinner. Um, but, but what really like what what really did it for me was when they interviewed Dustin Johnson after the round, which the guy's been what the number one and number one or two or three in the world now for four years, if not longer. And they're interviewing him, and like he's if any if any golfers should like be loved by the generation of like kids coming up now it should be you know like it should be dustin johnson or like brooks like they're both huge they both hit it forever like they have like swag you know we mentioned earlier that or i mentioned earlier that you know dustin johnson um <laughs> likes winter sports i mean the dude the guys not the married. guys married to paulina gretzky like if there's not two oh, whatever he's got they got a kid they, got, yeah, he, they have two Ramsey Boltons? I didn't know that. He couldn't um, be more bland but, for, for how crazy but, anyway, but, he is allegedly off the course. He couldn't be more bland yeah. in his interviews. Like, the guy is so boring. True. But but you would think, like, you know, the like because the, uh, our number one golfer for, you know, 998 weeks or whatever the hell it was, that was Tiger. Like, you would think Dustin Johnson would get those roars. When they enter when uh, – what's her name? Balionis interviewed him after he goes, yeah, he goes, you know what? Uh, he's like, it's kind of, you know, it's fun playing out there because like there's roars for me, but the roars for tiger, are just so much crazier. And it's like, it's like, wow, that's, that's kind of just how like trend setting and like meaningful it is that like he is for the game of golf, because you would think like, like you said, Dustin Johnson finished second. You heard nothing about him when he made that run in the back nine. It was it was an some roars, yeah. But like <laughs> Molinari, when Molinari hit it in the water, the people around twelve were che- like were cheering. You never see that at Augusta. Mm-hmm. But there, it was just because he was going against Tiger. Tiger. And I think this is a theory, not a theory, but a statement that Pizza Von Baron has brought up in in previous podcasts, but. There may be no athlete in the history of sports that has done more for their sport than Tiger Woods. He made golf cool. I think a lot of the reason the three of us really love golf is because he was so electric to watch when we were young, very impressionable kids. And like to top it all off, he is an amazing golfer. And I also want to point out another thing that really made this weekend this Sunday's victory very special is like the evolution of Tiger Woods as a human being. You, you alluded to it, Mikey, that when he really burst on the scene and was dominating, his head was down. He didn't smile. He was not, he, yes, 
for lack he, of a better he term. He was an asshole. We all know what happened with him and Elon Nordegren with uh, all the uh, waitresses and extramarital affairs. I mean, we don't go to Bennigan's anymore to show support. Perkins. 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 <laughs> Bennigan. Per- yeah. He was his. He was his dad. I mean, mm-hmm. that's. It was. He was exactly what his dad was. For uh, for all the reasons that people said that his dad was an asshole, and I mean, like his parents lived together in the same house, but they weren't married, and the dad had other women like living there, and he obviously had other kids. Like, mm-hmm. and his dad. I mean, so, his dad. His dad raised a robot. Right. It's essentially what, and he became his dad. Mm-hmm. That's so we have the fall like, from. He was a dick. He was so good, which is but why he was, we loved he him. Was so we didn't good. like we didn't love him because you know he was like Phil signing autographs for all the kids after very personable. But then he has all the issues with injuries. He has eight surgeries over the last eleven years. Nota Begay always is quick to remind the audience that there that he went to go visit Tiger after one of the back surgeries and he couldn't even walk on his own. You know, he couldn't live comfortably and there's just this change change in him. Maybe it was, you know, realizing he didn't want to be his dad to his to his own kids or, you know, really growing to appreciate the talent he has and the ability to play the game of golf that he comes back and he starts making friends on the PGA tour. Do you think that ever would have happened when he was dominating that group of golfers staying behind behind, like as you walk into the clubhouse to congratulate him, Brooks even walks up to congratulate him. That was not unbelievable. Nine, yeah. Not nine deep. It just goes to show that tiger not only has, has risen from the ashes, like, Kyle Phoenix Peters to be on top of the golfing world, but he's really changed how he interacts on the PGA tour. And it is so good for the game. He's back. I forget who said this, but it's, it's so true. um, You remember uh, like when they kept trying to run out those stupid ass rider cup pairings of like, Tiger and or when it was Tiger and Phil and they got yes. skunked at what Oakland Hills they went zero and four, and and all that and they, who I forget who said this but he said it perfectly is when when he was at his height Tiger couldn't play Tiger couldn't play with anyone that was uh, anywhere near like anyone near his skill level when they were playing in like team events because he he looked at them as like almost level competitors, but you know who tiger's best re- uh, record is who tiger's best record in their Ryder cup is steep uh, partner wise. Really? Chris Riley. I don't even, I don't even know who yeah, that is. That's a name for you because exactly. He was like, mm-hmm. uh, I think like Oh four was his peak finished second in like one major um, because tiger was so like, Tiger knew he was so much better than him. So he like, he wouldn't, he didn't care that he would be like, all right, yeah, this putt goes left or this putt goes right. But if he, he was would playing expect with him like to do it himself Phil or, right. you know, back. Well, he, it would, it was, a, it was, he looked at it as a competitive disadvantage to him. Like, even though this guy's like his teammate in, you know, president's cup, 
Ryder Cup, all that. Um, he was it was a competitive disadvantage to him because he's like, why am I going to help this guy who's like somewhat comparable to me? But if it's a guy that he knows he was that much better than, he's like, I don't care if I help him. Like he's never gonna um, he's never gonna come close to me. And I think now, like you said, like. He's boys just like rookie. Uh, Justin Thomas is apparently one of his kids. I think I don't know. Um, like it's you would you would he, never he was never shaking hands that. with kids which, walking off of eighteen on Saturday, which I've never seen before. There was one little fat kid in in a blue shirt on Sunday that was trying really hard for a handshake. Like he was half he was forty fiving it on the ropes, <laughs> and Tiger just dusted him and went right to Charlie. I I, I loved it. I mean, I felt bad yeah. for the kid, but, I'll but it was old Tiger again. You can't blame him. No, no, hell no! Are you kidding me? His no, daughter she didn't, didn't want to be there. She was like, she was like, God, why? I wish she was, she was, she was, she was hiding behind what's I her name? Erica. Aaron? Yeah, she's Erica? she's so disappointing. Yeah, but know. that's yeah. You know, that's you know what? He's still he's still the man. Hey, bro, she's a, she's she's. She's a manager of Sandals Beach the Woods. Or whatever. She, she, must, she must go. Um, she must go wall to wall. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Keep him happy. ATM. She does something. She. I'll tell you what. When she, she gave him that, she was she holding that. Hug she was holding on for dear life. She was clawing. She, she was. Cl- she. She. She was clawing into his back. <laughs> I was like, this ain't the first time that happened. All right. Well, she can whip up a mean grand slam. Mm-hmm. That's that's how she keeps him around. <laughs> well in why we're on the subject um i brought up this question up to you yesterday and i thought this was pretty crazy uh so obviously tiger finishes first brooks finishes second you go back to uh the 2000 2018 yeah brooks finishes first tiger finishes second and even if you go back to the uh the open um Molinari wins Tiger flirts with it on Sunday so like those three guys have been uh you know at the top of the leaderboard well and Brooks won the the U.S. Open so the last four majors those guys are the really the only ones that have had a very good shot to win but this was Tiger's uh well there's been nine Tiger's first major Uh was a 1995 Masters and so there's been 97 majors since then I think he's played in 80, I don't know, call it 86 of them. So I went back and looked at all of them. Now, can this is the first time that there's been in consecutive majors that there was like a one, two finish, regardless if they was like first, you know, if Tiger finished first, first and someone else finished second and then second, I thought this was kind of crazy. The, so obviously 2002 at the masters, uh, Tiger finishes first. Phil finishes third. Uh, to to Goosen, to who birdied 18 to finish second. And then following that, the 2002 U.S. Open, Tiger was first at Bethpage. Phil was second. And then if you go back to 2000, uh, <laughs> this is a name from the past. Tiger, was, Tiger finishes first at, uh, no, even worse. Tiger finishes first at the British Open at St. Andrews. He beats Thomas Bjorn by eight. And then at Valhalla, the PGA, Tiger was first. He beat he beats Bob mm-hmm. May in the playoff where he <laughs> chased him off the course. And uh, t- Thomas Thomas Bjorn was third. So pretty much like what we're seeing right now it's with Tiger and Brooks. 
dueling it yep. out in the last two ma- Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy that, uh, I mean, just if you go back the, the last four majors, like I mentioned, Tiger first at the masters, second at the PGA sixth at the open championship. And then he was cut at the U S open Brooks second at the masters first at the PGA the uh, open. 38th at the, at the open and then first PGA. at the U S open. No, no, no. So open. Was, uh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean like basically what it's, it's pretty crazy that we were saying that like tiger inspired, um, Tiger inspired like the, you know, the, like Kepka's our age. Dustin I think Johnson's, he's a bit older than that. Years but older. Yeah, go on. Um, but whatever. Um, you're 16 years later, and you're seeing, you know, Tiger and one other guy, you know, nipping like those two, basically battling it out, and that's that's pretty crazy that he's. Cause he, he's a different, he's a different tiger where like, they're not tiger proofing golf courses anymore. He's not hitting it past everyone. He just has like that much experience where he can just hang around and hang around. And he's got to play, he's got to play golf way differently mm-hmm. than he did like, 11 years ago. Like he, he beat Rocco mediate. He beat Rocco mediate Tory pines in 08 hitting the ball everywhere. But he could also hit, you know, he was carrying a five wood back then. He could hit that five wood like 250 yards. I don't think, you know, maybe with tech, with the tech, he can do that now, but like he's almost, obviously this is going to be a terrible comparison because the skill level isn't the same, but he's, ba- he's Rocco mediate in all these young kids now or him. Cause he's not the, I mean, he's not hitting it the, far, the farthest. He's just, he's got to play. He's got. He's reincarnated himself to be a totally yeah, a and totally he's doing different it very golfer gracefully. than what we but saw. But I think um, your your comment about experience gives us a nice segue into something that I think we're all looking forward to, and that is him utilizing his experience at Beth Page Black next month at the PGA Championship. Quickly, who is your favorite going into the PGA Championship, and why? Kevin, let's start with you. Since Mikey has just been dominating the airwaves tonight, he's been going off. Obviously, he's really into this topic, which is fine. I can barely even get a word in, but you know what? The kid's autistic towards stats and early two thousands uh, mediocre golfers. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that Tiger is not going to be able to go back to back here. Get him. Um, he's already the, the favorite in Vegas for the PGA and the masters next year, which is crazy. Um, I'm, I think, I think, I think the unit repeats for as the PGA champ. I think the guy, it, he just is always there. He's not scared of anybody. And like the interview that Mikey showed us, there's just nothing going on in his head. How, you can't phase a guy like that. There's no tiger effect. Mm-hmm. If you, if there's nothing going on in your head. Got a couple. Got a couple more stats for you. In the last four PGA Championships, Brooks Kepka has finished first, fourth, fifth, and twelfth. He is the only player on the PGA Tour to finish in the top twelve in the PGA. Four years. The last. Uh, the last four. Yeah, the last four years. 
If you look at, oh, he also holds the longest major cut streak at uh, 19. Um, uh, his last 15 majors, he's finished top 13 or top 25, 13 out of 15 times, top eight or top 10, nine out of 15, and top five, uh, seven out of 15. So, basically, I mean, you have a 50% chance that the guy's going to finish in the top five, which is insane. Um, he's 15 to one right now. Uh, he's shown that he can repeat at a major and he weirdly enough, he just plays so much better and his stats improved so much, uh, in majors. It's pretty incredible. Now he's on, there's been four PGA events held at Beth page. He's only played in one and that was a 2016 Barclays. He finished 70th, but we're throwing that out the window and we're riding because it wasn't a major, obviously, so he didn't give a shit. And we're gonna ride. Uh, we're gonna ride the unit. We're gonna saddle up. And uh, Kentucky Derby's the uh, the week prior, so we'll ride the thoroughbred there, and then uh, get on the stallion uh, when we uh, go to state park. Again, you are very long winded this evening, but I, <laughs> it's hard to argue with those stats. Um, for as much as I I want to take Tiger, um, and and the being the favorite in this event i think it's it's just not in the cards i think he'll perform well um i think he'll have a top 15 performance but it's going to be one of the longer hitters um someone like brooks kepka someone like dustin johnson that's going to be able to kind of dominate the field at the pga that's that's typically who wins the pga events beth page we know is um very um very long of a course and also very penalizing when it comes to driving it in the rough. So it's someone with good driving accuracy, like those two, two people, but I'm going to go with a bit of a dark horse. Um, I mean, he's not so much of a dark horse now, but I think Tony Finau is going to break through and have an even better performance at the PGA. I just think he's been so close uh, the last two years in major, major championships that um, it's going to take one of these longer courses that need a bomber to um, dominate it, and this is his chance. To your point, this is the first year that, obviously, since, I don't know, NAM, that literally NAM, I think this was like in the 60s or 70s, that the PGA has moved uh, mm-hmm. from August back to May. Uh, normally, I mean, last year in St. Louis, it was what, 108 degrees and the place was burned out. And even the guys that, you know, didn't hit it that far still, um, you know, still didn't get that penalized because the ball was going to go everywhere. Well, moving that golf tournament into May, especially in the beginning of May, if there's any kind of weather rain and that golf course gets a lot longer, I mean, when, Luke, remember when Lucas Glover played there and it was the, uh, mm-hmm. they played lift clean in place in the last round and moved mm-hmm. the tee, moved the tees up by 600 yards. And then mm-hmm. us open, I mean, that's the only reason he won there is because they, they shorten the golf course. If it's like that and that place is wet, I mean, you, you can eliminate, you can eliminate it probably down to, you know, 35 guys that actually have a chance just because the, I mean, they normally grow the rough out long normally, you know, and if it's mm-hmm. super wet, and ball's not running i mean you're not mm-hmm. you're not going to see jimmy walker win again i'll tell you that you're not going to see you know you're not going to see a guy like kisner who's who's played well 
for the uh, for the most part, and you know, it's a borderline. I mean, the guys finished seventh, twelfth, and eighteenth in three of the last four PGAs. But you know, if that golf course plays long, yeah, you know, those guys, those, I just don't think those guys have a chance. Um, right, that's and that Tiger doesn't hit point. it in the fairway. I think it was a good move them moving the PGA Championship from August to May. It's going to get a lot more eyeballs. Um, from an audience perspective, but also it's going to get a lot more. Um, I think it's going to get a lot better golf from the field because August, that August PGA is always the throwaway. People are burnt out. Um, they're kind of already thinking about the FedEx Cup that run towards the Tour Championship. They, the British Open is a few weeks before it. It's just it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. So I'm very excited to see how it's received by the participants, by the audience, and hopefully it's some really good golf. So what you're saying is like, you're not going to see a That's Sean McKeel, yes. Campbell uh, <laughs> playoff? Or Michael. I mean, cause it was always Michael like, it was Campbell. always like the, Oh my goodness. That was a bad one. Yeah, I thought he was from, from New, what, Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. Is that the only golf tournament he ever won? Yes. Yeah, I mean it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, only PGA event. Um, but like it was all. It used to be the, um, the. I mean, fuck, John Daly won the PGA in the British Open. Like they were two wild cards, and you took the word out of my mouth with like throwaway. It was like everyone gets super geeked up for the Masters, and then obviously it's like the U.S. Open. You know, everyone's same thing. Like you're still going like balls to the wall. The the, the British Open is a, open championships. It's a fucking crapshoot with the weather and the golf courses. God no, you know anyone can win over there. And then like you said, it's like all right, now you got to fly home. You got to deal with the time change. It's all a bunch of hell. And it's like you get to the PGA, and it's like eh, you know anyone can win this. I think now, like you said, I mean fuck eight out of the top, uh, eight out of the top fifteen guys in the world golf rankings finished in the top 10 this week. I mean, that, that's a pet Monaghan wet dream right there. <laughs> Agreed. PVB final thoughts before we sign off on this master's recap. Uh, final thoughts again, Tiger is back. I would like to see him tie Sneed this year. I don't think it's going to be a major. I made the call to you yesterday. He's going to win the Memorial tournament, familiar tournament for him. He's going to do it. Ty Sneed right in, right in Jack's face. Book it. I, I love that call. Mush, final thoughts. Keep it under a minute. Uh, he's going to win the is, – the, is, is this foundation run the Quicken loans this year since they moved it from D.C.? Because he, 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 he could win that. But anyways, my, my last thought is, so now that Tiger won, well, because the, the whole thing like for the last how many years was – Whenever Tiger hit a bad shot, similar to Jason Day, yeah, he always kind of went down. Yeah, yeah, or his knee went out, his back went out. That excuse is out the window. I don't think he can't rely on uh, the health anymore. So I, I'm curious to see. Not that I want to see it happen, but but, but I don't think that Tiger was milking it in the way that Jason Day milks it. Like uh, clearly, we know that he was actually oh, in no, severe Jason, pain. Which I was skeptical at first. I right. thought he was just being a baby because he wasn't playing well. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm not saying as much in like 08 when his leg was in half. 
I mean more of like in 14 and 15 where you never saw Tiger withdraw, but he'd start six over through four mm-hmm, holes and right. say, yeah, I've had enough. I mean, he, he didn't make it through nine yeah, holes I remember for like that. four tournaments then, in a row. That was before the fusion surgery. So I guess there might've been a lot more going on. Correct. We, um, we understand, but it did very much look like he'd get off to a rough start and just be like, screw it. I'm done. Yeah, and let me start a conspiracy theory. So, Tiger Woods, 2019 Masters champion. He sits at 15 major championship victories, three behind Jack Nicholas for the all-time record. He's at 81 victories on the PGA Tour, one behind all-time leader Sam Snead. He is on the brink of greatness. It's amazing to have him back. We were all like little kids watching our hero walk around Augusta national on Sunday. Couldn't be happier to have him donning the green jacket instead of Patrick Reed. He's a true champion. I I'm out of words. Holy shiv. So that's been finally another edition of let's do it live here in 2019. Dudes being dudes, no rehearsal. PVB, Mush, thank you very much for your time. And we'll see you soon to talk more golf and Game of Thrones. It's good to be back, Andrew. Thanks for having us. I think it's safe to say that our luck has officially turned around, guys. We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We are back. Yeah. Classic. We are back. That's we right. are back.